0: Welcome to Back to the Devoted Podcast. I am your host, Caleb Shaner, and I'm here with my co-host, Pastor Ben Heffernan. How are you doing today? I'm
1: doing great. Thank you.
0: Good, good. We're excited to be back in the studio, and we're excited to, uh, we got some exciting truths uh, from God's Word to share with you. And um, I first want to start out by saying that, you know, this podcast is, is a tool. You know, this ought not to supplement your Bible reading. Um, this ought not to separ- supplement your time with the Lord, but this ought to be a tool to help guide you. And hopefully today, you know, with our subject being God's word and, you know, the importance of it, um, we're going to look at some key aspects and we're going to dive in um, on uh, some truths and we're going to s- just let the Lord lead. And so we're excited to, you um, to, talk about this subject, you know, the Bible is an incredible book of history. Uh, the fact that, uh, that proves that there is a God that created all things. Mm-hmm. Um, most important of all, the Bible is the Word of God. Uh, it contains the mind of God and His will for each one of our lives. Um, you know, that's why the Bible was given to us. You know, Second Timothy uh, 3.16, it's, you know, it talks about, how all scripture is given by inspiration of God, you know, and it's profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, uh, for instruction and, and righteousness. Um, and so and that, you know, it, it is there to be uh, to completely equip our our lives. Yeah. And so we're going to look at this and um, you know, why should we study the word of God? Why mm-hmm. should we dive in and, and know and understand the author of God's Word, God himself.
1: Pastor? Well, it's a good question. Just to answer it simply, why would we study God's Word? Well, it is a word from God. And when we begin to understand about the Bible, we find that it is God revealing himself, that God could be silent and that God could hide himself and we would not know him. But God has chosen to reveal himself and to speak into our lives. And that he continues to speak to us even today uh, through his word. And so I think there's an aspect of we we want to know who God is. And there is an aspect where I feel like that is the the, the cornerstone. That's the centerpiece. That's the heart of, of being a Christian is knowing who God is, that having this relationship with it, with Him, and uh, I, I've someone has mentioned in terms of asked the question not too long ago in terms of what's the difference between um, knowing about God and knowing God. And when I when I sat down and thought about that question, at least what communicated and reverberated in my own heart was that when I just know about God, that's when I'm just getting information and i'm just collecting facts and i'm it's kind of like i'm studying an artifact or something like that it's just a it's just a one person activity but when i am knowing god this type of knowing has the m- implication of a two person activity that not only do i speak to him but i'm expecting him to communicate to me that god is real he's the living god and his his voice is going to be heard in my life. And so this aspect of God's, God's word, that it's real. And uh, so we, Caleb and I, we did a, a Bible study on the attributes of God. And uh, from that study, there was a key thought here that I think encapsulates things really well. It says, knowing God is the key to knowing the Bible. And knowing the Bible is the key to knowing God. And that it's well put because it's succinct, but there's really it's a complex thoughts wrapped up into short sentences that a lot of people we don't we don't understand the Bible we don't really get the 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 whole fullness of what the Word of God wants for us because we're looking for it to meet my need for today. Uh, be the this little we love proverbs and and uh, don't get me wrong I love the proverbs you know it gives us mm-hmm. some. Little sayings and something that's going to help me, and, and we want that we come to the Bible. We want that one little John or sentence that's going to just give me that little bit of wisdom or something to help me to do what I'm supposed to do today. And we kind of miss the bigger picture that it's there to open up to us a a whole relationship with the Lord. That Psalm one nineteen talks about seeking the Lord with our whole heart, and at the same time, how are you seeking Him when you keep His testimonies? That this is the the, the law. The, the the law of God is um, quite literally the word law Torah means a pointer. And I think we've mm-hmm. talked about that before, Caleb, where it just, you know, it just it's pointing you in the way of the Lord. God is this way, and if you want to be with him, if you want to know him, then you have to know God's word. You have to know the Bible. And so um, yeah, God's word is so important in this because we can say, oh, I just want to know God. Oh, that's all my life is about. I'm just going to go out in nature and I'm going to stand in the trees or I'm going to sit on the lake. Yes, God's revealed himself in a beautiful way in nature, but we can't really know him to the full extent. Um, And so really, knowing if you want to know God, the key to that is knowing the Bible Mm. and everything that he's revealed to us. And so those two things go hand in hand. And uh, I I think that's a key aspect in saying it. And a journey, if you want to take the next step in terms of, of knowing God, um, you've got to know His Word.
0: Mm. Yes. Uh, I mean, it's you. <laughs> we go back to just being, you know, the title of the podcast is Devoted. Mm-hmm. or You know, it's having that devotion. Our goal is to have that driving desire mm-hmm. to want to know God. You know, not just being okay with knowing about God. I mean, Mm -hmm. those that, you know, if you don't, if you're not saved, you know, there's unbelievers that know about God. Mm -hmm. But it's having that relationship and knowing God Mm -hmm. and God knowing you. Mm -hmm. And God knows you from the very first time that you were born, even before you were born, Mm -hmm. Um, before you were even a thought, God knew you. Mm -hmm. And He knew you from, all that time to he knows when you're going to die mm-hmm. and he knows every little thing about you the the directions you're going to take the the things you'll think you'll say you'll do and god loves us so much that when he created us he knew that he would have to give us an instruction manual mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's god's word mm-hmm. and god's word is going to be it is the most important book you will ever read you will ever need in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and in order to understand the book, you have to understand the author
1: mm-hmm.
0: and where he's coming from. Mm-hmm. And God is the creator of all things. It says in John 1:1, 1, 1, in the beginning was the word, mm-hmm. and the word was with God, and the word was God. Mm-hmm. And so with that, with saying that verse, you know, we're diving in. We're we're talking about God himself. We're talking about his Words and they're not just words written on a page, mm-hmm. you know, not just random people wrote these 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 words God had each individual write what he wanted them to write and he gave them the words to write yes. They you know, they didn't just make it up. These these they, you know, this is all yeah. true, yeah. you know, and historians and scientists and uh, mathematicians and all that they have proven God's word to be true, mm-hmm. you know Uh, they go back and they've 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 broken it down and it's and it's come out they're like this has happened Mm -hmm. this is true this is this is real yeah and so um so it's not just a fairy tale um book and it's it it never was and it never is and it never will be Mm -hmm. it's all truth and so um in um in, in uh psalms 119 105 it says thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path and so as diving into that you know, we're, we're looking at um you know god's word is infallible hmm. right there's no error yeah. whatsoever in god's word you know the law of the lord is perfect concerning the soul hmm. the testimonies of the lord um are pure making wise the simple and so you know you don't have to be a theologian. Mm-hmm. you don't have to have a doctorate's degree or a bachelor's degree or anything to give any degree to understand and learn the Bible. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have any any experience to learn about God. Mm-hmm. He made it that simple mm-hmm. so that we could understand it. And so mm-hmm. um, yeah. pastor, what, yeah. what, what in what ways can we? know more hmm. through scripture about the author.
1: Yeah I was thinking about that in terms of what what you know how, how do we uh, help people in terms of knowing who God is And I think there's an aspect when we come to faith say if I, I know so I can give you a truth about God that God is faithful. And, and I can know that to be true, but when I know God, there's an aspect to which faith turns these statements about God and begins to apply them to me. And it becomes a re- living reality. So that God's faithfulness is not just something that uh, I can memorize as a fact, but that I truly believe, I don't just believe God is faithful. I believe God is faithful to me. And that 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 personal application of the words of God is, is is so so vital for us that we ought to every day when we open up God's Word we're looking for God to take a word from Scripture that's been written down for for thousands of years and yet the Bible says it's it's quick it's alive it's a living book and God still speaks I, I always think about that in Hebrews chapter twelve where it says which Christ now speak, he is still speaking to us. Not that he had spoken in the past while he walked on the earth, he is still speaking to us through his word. And when we think about um, that play between the personal knowledge of God and the written book, that's found right in the very person of the Lord Jesus Christ, that he is the word of God. And there are several places in the Old Testament with when the word of the Lord came to Abraham. It says the word of the Lord came to Abraham, and we think, oh, God just showed, God spoke some auditory voice to him from the heavens. But then it says that the, Lord, the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah, and then it says it touched him. And we find out that the word of the Lord is a title, even in the Old Testament, for the visitation of God in his very presence. So when God gives a word, He's revealing himself to us. He's making himself known, and and Jesus Christ is the Word of God. He is the revelation of who God is, and we can know Him through um, through His Son, Jesus Christ, and that's the whole purpose. And that's where you know the very point of the the gospel itself is, um, you know, the revelation of who God is and the Word of God to us, and we've we've got to live by these truths on on a daily basis and so it absolutely it it if it's from God then yes it absolutely has to be infallible it has to be um, because the the nature of the word we hold in our hands is a reflection of the very nature of our God and whatever we say is true about the word that we hold <laughs> and can read um, is what we ultimately believe about our God and it's very it's very telling to us how we treat the written word is ultimately how I've treated God. And so if I ignore it or I'm not enthused by it, or I, I'm not very excited about it, I'm not really excited about God. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not, I can't say I'm seeking God if I'm not seeking to understand his word. And uh, so there's a lot that goes into that. And I'm kind of looking forward to maybe diving into that and trying to, um, as we can maybe do that on, on future episodes, in terms of exactly what does what should we be doing in reading our Bibles and things? And um, do you uh, have any thoughts in terms along those lines of the helpful aspects that, um, in terms of knowing God through the Word? Yeah, uh, thought from a thought comes to my good illustration uh, it would be of a
0: sponge, hmm. uh, as cre- as God's creation, as human beings. Um, from the time you're born and you reach a certain age where you just your mind just starts to absorb everything around you and you start learning hmm. as a child hmm. yep. and you start and you get then you get to the repeating you see someone do it you get the repeating stage and you, you see someone do it or say it and you're, you, you try to do it as a kid and you know you, you try to say it and you you think about a sponge in the way that it's it's a dry it, it, it's what is it what is it for hmm. well it's to soak up hmm. to absorb hmm. and when you think about God's word that way as as Christians as as believers we ought to absorb like a sponge hmm. God's word hmm. and you're sitting there going okay so once you absorb God's word what, what I mean what am i supposed to do with it well, uh, if you absorb God's word in just like a sponge, whatever liquid you absorbed, when you squeeze it out, mm. that liquid is going to come out. So if you, it's not going to be. I can't just take a sponge and and uh, and soak up grape juice and then hope that when I squeeze it out in my cup, it's going to be water. Mm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's going to be grape juice. Mm. If I soak up God's word as a Christian, mm. whenever I'm squeezed, mm. Christ is going to come out. And his word will permeate through my sponge. Whereas if I allow the world's way of thinking and the the world's way of interpreting godliness, how they want it to be interpreted to fit their agendas, then whenever I'm squeezed out, it's not going to be Christ. It's going to be myself. It's going to be the world. It's going to be soaking up mud water. (laughs) Mm -hmm. hoping it comes out purified and it's not going to be purified and it has to be that i'm soaking up something pure like god's word and himself in my life Mm -hmm. that whenever god squeezes me it comes out pure and and clean and we can always start out with right intentions of studying god's word and allowing god to soak soak us or yeah with purity Mm -hmm. but sometimes we take the sponge from god and we dip it in some mud we clean up something else mm-hmm. and then whenever we're squeezed now you got pure water but you have floaties <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, <nasty. laughs> like like you're you know um, my one of my sons you know he's he's only a year old but sometimes he'll drink he'll take a drink out of your cup mm-hmm. and then hand it back to you and you're you see some mm-hmm. of that extra you know uh, particles and food and stuff like that in there and you're just at that point you're like I'm done <laughs> Hmm. because you're disgusted and we ought to have that same look hmm. you know and, and god has that look you know uh, with, with us whenever we take that sponge and we clean up something and he pours it and he sees that impurities floating within he says now you you know you you're missing it hmm. you're missing the point hmm. i am sufficient for all your needs and that's what god's word is is is, is it, it's it's sufficient for everything." Hmm. Every thought, every question that we have, God welcomes those with his word. He says I got the answer mm-hmm. right here in, in my word. Just study it out like a good detective. Mm-hmm. Whenever he's trying to track down that cold case, he doesn't know much about the victim. He doesn't know much about the the uh, the person who did the wrong. Mm-hmm. But he has to dive in and he understand if he wants to understand the wrong the wrongdoer he's going to have to he's to, to study and learn that person to a level that he's like, I know this person's ins and outs. Mm. I know what he's thinking, how he's thinking, what he's going to do next mm. in order to know and understand that, that person. And as Christians, we, we go from a sponge to a detective.
1: Mm.
0: We ought to get in God's word and say, here's our instruction manual. Here's our manual. We ought to read it and understand the creator himself. Mm-hmm. And that's one way we know that. And, Uh, We study who he is because we desire to know him, is what we ought to have. And we cannot understand who we are apart from understanding God. Mm -hmm. You know, we have those questions like, what am I doing here on earth? Mm -hmm. What is my purpose? Mm -hmm. And you got people who are depressed saying, there's no need for me on earth. Mm -hmm. There's no need for me anymore around here. I Mm -hmm. feel useless. I feel like I am not doing enough. And Christians have that same mentality, and it's sad, but you know, you ask the question, like, what is God's purpose for me? It's in his word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> his will, his desires for you are right there written in plain sight for you to read and to love and to understand and to mm-hmm. to hold on to those truths. And we can get from time to time just so caught up in ourselves that we miss what God's doing in our hearts and in our lives. Mm-hmm. And so you know, we, we ought to meditate on God's Word. Mm. We ought to grow. And how how do we apply mm. God's Word
1: yeah. in our lives? Well, there's, there's a lot to that question. I mean, there's a lot in the Bible, and we have to... There's a lot to, in terms of applying which section. Probably the easiest part to apply is the commandments. Some people say, well, I... I just can't understand the Bible. Um, I can't remember which theologian said it, but it was really good in terms of saying, I'm not so concerned about the parts of the Bible I can't understand. What I'm really concerned about is the parts I do understand. And God's commandments to us are very pointed. And in fact, sometimes it really is those commandments that are are cut and dry, that that cut across our lives and tell us uh, to live a way that's completely contrary to um you know what we're we're supposed to do if if someone were to walk up to us and and ask of us of our of our coat we're not supposed to to haggle with them but we're supposed to get, go beyond what they request and, and be generous in our giving and and just if someone persecutes you and slaps you on one side of the cheek you're supposed to turn the other and let them slap you on the other side and just like this kind of uh christian response is not natural it goes uh, beyond what we would uh, normally expect in terms of how I would want to respond in situations like that, but uh, it's interesting that God's commandments I think when we're in a, a relationship where I know about God and I'm learning about him and yet it's just this one person uh activity that we that's not what God wants, God's commandments become grievous to us. Mm. When he's speaking and he's saying, oh, you ought not do this, like, "Oh, we're, we're resisting that. We're we're fighting against God's commandments. But when we submit to him and we enter into that special walk with him of intimacy and love, the commandments of God become ways in which you and I can express our love to him. And so it, it's interesting, the Bible says actually in 1 John 5 two that this we know that we love the children of God when we love God and keep his commandments. For this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not grievous. That there's something about them that, we, as the psalmist in Psalm 119 talks about, he says, I will delight in thy precepts. You know, there, there's this aspect of great joy that's found in here. When God tells me what to do, I don't buck that. I look at this and say, God, this is a way for me to respond to. And I personally have found in my life that the greatest, the closest I've ever been to God always was on the heels of some act of submission that God has asked of me. And I have finally relented and given what he's asked of me. And uh, in that moment, I am treating God like he's God. And I am becoming the creature in sub- in submission to that. So, in terms of the application, some of it starts with um, just taking the commandments that God's given and saying, "I'm gonna I'm gonna believe this is from a God of love, and I'm gonna obey them as an expression of my love to Him." And uh, I think that um, leave a big impact. And part of it's another aspect of that question is just understanding. That God is revealing himself to us in every part of the Bible, whether it be a command, just like a command is um, it, it reveals something that He cares about. and if if you're you know it reveals what he loves, you know if he if he says he he loves that he tells us to endeavor to keep the unity of the of the spirit in the bond of peace and in the, in the church, he wants us to have unity with one another because he loves unity. Yeah. He loves peace. And, and so every command reveals something about every story in which he interacts with man reveals his eternal character. Um, and when he speaks, um, we, we get to know who he is. So if as, as long as we don't come to this saying God ought to be like this or God should be like this and and he has to fit in my box. But I come to the scripture to allow him to speak and reveal who he is. And uh, and I'm going to conform to that Um We'll find that God is speaking to us on every page uh, because he can take that word. and the application becomes more and more ready for us as we see that this is true about God um, we we understand that we're supposed to walk in his ways. If that's true about God, then it must be true about me mm. and uh, and so that the the application I think begins to 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 flow out of um this personal walk with him as we get to know him in the scriptures.
0: Mm, that's
1: really good. I think about Proverbs
0: 3, whenever you were talking, um 3-5 says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart hmm. and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. Verse number seven says Be not wise in thine own eyes, fear the Lord and depart from evil. Hmm. And eight says it shall be health to um thy navel and morrow to thy bones mm. honor the lord with thy substance and with the first fruits of all thine increase and so there was a time where where you know it, it became real for me that relationship with god i got saved when i was seven and you know i grew up in a home that was uh, a pastor's home you know my dad was a church planner and it was incredible you know and I you know I enjoyed it there were moments where it was a little rough um, but I enjoyed the moments where I got to see my dad God use my dad uh, to preach and to teach and to reach out and to witness to lost souls for him and it really didn't hit me as a teenager kind of wanted to do my own thing whenever I graduated high school I wanted to do my own thing um i ran all over the place trying to get away from what god wanted me to do and i finally just gave up i had to because god kept pursuing me and i couldn't get away and um eventually you know i submitted my life to christ i gave my life to christ i said whatever you want me to do lord do i will do whatever you want me to do go where you want me to go and he led me to bible college where i met my wife and you know, we've been married for four, almost five years, and we have three little, little boys. And and I moved back to Wyoming, and we studied. You know, I uh, learned under my dad, and I helped him in the church. And it was incredible to serve in the church. That's where I kind of got a taste for serving the Lord, and in, and in, in a capacity that was a little bit different than what I was used to. Um, I had a lot on my plate, and it was it was it was good to see what God was doing. And then it really just hit me whenever I moved to Kansas, moved here to Kansas. It was I I, I was out from underneath an umbrella, sort of say I was I was around something that was unfamiliar. Mm-hmm. I was uncomfortable, mm-hmm. and it, it took God to put me in an uncomfortable position mm-hmm. to get me to realize. I have to trust him, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you know, and in his word, I have to. I have to get into his word. I mean, you can't just satisfy, be satisfied from just going to church on Sunday mornings, Wednesday nights, Sunday nights. You can't just be satisfied from just doing Bible studies here and there. You have to, you have to stay in his word in order to grow, in order to be, um, to have that app and be able to apply it in your life. Because you can't apply it in your life if you don't want it. Mm-hmm. You have to want it. You have to have that desire. And so it it it's one of those things where it's it clicks. Mm-hmm. And for some, it clicks. Some mm-hmm. God has to just hit you over the head with a two by four in a sense mm-hmm. and say, "Hey, wake up! <laughs> you know you're going you're going to go in the right direction." Yeah. And so and that's what we you know that's what we wanted to to look at here in this first episode uh 1 mm-hmm. of this study on God's word you know we wanted to we want to give a good foundation mm-hmm. and then we want to dive into the meat yeah and so you know we're going to have uh, part 2 of this and so we hope that you're able to stay tuned with us for part 2 pastor any last Words for the listeners out there listening.
1: Yes, we are looking forward to working into um, dealing with the sufficiency of Scripture and the the practical helps that can be there as we read God's Word, and maybe we can even uh, do a particular passage of Scripture to demonstrate what does it mean to to read God's Word, understand it, and apply it to our lives. Yes,
0: thank you. We want to say thank you for listening, and have a good day.